Welcome to Classic Reviews, it's Entertainment Talks podcast for reviewing classic television shows, video games and films. I'm your host Matthew and this is for Season 4, Episode 8 for Classic Reviews, Season 4, the Jim Carrey season. This is for How the Grinch Stole Christmas, the film from 2000. So let's read a bit about this film. Uh, How the Grinch Stole Christmas, also known as Dr. Seuss's uh, How the Grinch Stole Christmas and simply The Grinch in the UK is a 2000 American Christmas fantasy comedy film directed by Ron Howard and written by Jeffrey Price and Peter S. Seaman. Uh, based on Dr. Seuss's 1957 book of the same name, it was the first Dr. Seuss book to be adapted into a full-length feature film. The film is narrated by Anthony Hopkins and stars Jim Carrey in the title role. Um, in the title role, sorry, as The Grinch, of course, uh, along with <coughs> Jeffrey Tambor, Christine Byronsky, uh, Bill Irwin, and Molly Shannon in supporting roles, as well as introducing Taylor Mon- Momsen as Cindy Lou Who. Uh, because the film is based on a children's picture book, many additions were made to the storyline in order to bring it up to feature length, including some information about the backstory of the title character and reworking the story's minor character Cindy Lou Who as a main character. Most of the rhymes that were used in the book were also used in the film, though some of the lines were to some degree changed and several new rhymes were put in. The film also borrowed, borrowed some music and character elements that originated in the 1966 animated television special, such as, uh, such as the song You're a Mean One, Mr. Grinch, and the Christmas... Uh, and the Grinch's green skin tone as well. Uh, produced by Ron Howard and Brian Grazer's Image Entertainment, How the Grinch Stole Christmas was released by Universal Pictures in, uh, in the United States on November 17th and received mixed reviews from critics who criticised the screenplay characters and innuendos but praised the musical score, Carrie's performance and production values. The film grossed over $345 million worldwide, becoming the sixth highest grossing film of 2000. And was originally the second highest grossing holiday film of all time behind Home Alone in 1990. Until both films uh, were surpassed in 2018 by the third adaption, um, third film adaption of the story. It won the Academy Award for Best Makeup as well as getting nominations for Best Art Direction and Best Costume Design. So lots of information there. Um... I uh, don't really like this film very much. It's okay. Um, I will say a couple of uh, things towards that, of course. I went into this film thinking, okay, I'm here for Jim Carrey. I'm here to see what he's like as the Grinch. Of course, I've seen him in certain different specific roles over this season. I've seen him play the Riddler. I've seen him play the Mask. And I've seen him play normal characters, I suppose. Normal sort of human characters I suppose such as his characters in things like the cable guy and liar liar the characters that aren't based on like popular fictional characters such as mask and riddler and grinch and other other characters like that um jim carrey is very good as the, uh, the riddler he's also very good as the riddler as well jim carrey is very good as the grinch but i went into this i sort of knew that i wouldn't really care for it too much i guess maybe it's again another choice in 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 the line of um the mask where maybe I shouldn't have chosen it but I kept going with it and uh, it's an okay film overall you know it's a family friendly Christmas um, 
song film with the Grinch attached to it. Uh, Anthony Hopkins, obviously, like like we said here, doing the uh, narrations and things. Uh, Jim Carrey in the lead role. I think Jim Carrey's very, very good here. Um, I also think the young actress, is it... Uh, whoever the uh, uh, young actress was in this film, she did quite a good job as well. And it's difficult to get them younger sort of a- actresses and actors to uh, do those sorts of roles in the film. But um, no, I think it's 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 not a film I'm... I mean, there's no reason I'm ever going to watch this film again for a start. Uh, second of all... Before going into this film, I knew I didn't really care about the Grinch too much per se, or really at all. So I guess it it had that sort of going against it. But if I take that aside, the film's well produced, it's well acted, it's got, like it says here, some decent costume designer stuff. And the film is 20 years old this November, uh, 20 years old this year, of course, 2000 to 2020. Um, it holds up relatively well. You know, it's not that old. It's still something that's very watchable. Um, it's still something you could show show your kids or whatever. If maybe you want to, I'll say this: if if this is maybe a film you, I mean, obviously it's May, so it is a bit weird to watch a Christmas film now. But obviously this is for classic reviews and not to do with Christmas necessarily. Um, if you know when it gets to Christmas time and you want to show show some of the young um, people in your family, hopefully you can. At, by the time we get to Christmas, hopefully lockdown's lifted and you're actually able to do that. Um, or you can just tell the, I don't know, you know, something like that. Um, but if you can get the younger people, I suppose, in your family to watch this, and you want to expose them to the good acting of Jim Carrey, but instead of showing them, obviously, you know, the the more adult films such as I don't know, Cable Guy, and definitely not something like Ace Ventura and and all those sorts of things. If you want to show them, because obviously we're on the topic here of Jim Carrey, because obviously it's the Jim Carrey season, so that's why I'm pointing him out specifically as well. If you want to basically show, if you want to use this film as an opportunity to show, okay, you want them to see a Christmas film, maybe they're in the mood for The Grinch for some reason, but maybe they are, I don't know. Um, But you want to show them Jim Carrey's good acting sort of talent. Now, you don't really get as much as the of the facial acting here, or the sort of look it looks sort of acting or whatever uh from Jim Carrey because obviously he's in a costume and whatnot here. Um but it still it still gives you some of the mannerisms of his acting. It still gives you obviously the voice stuff mainly. Um and it, but it's him in a suit so he is kind of obviously restricted and whatnot. But uh it's still a good way to do that. To basically show the younger, you know, audience or whatever because obviously this is a family friendly film show them how good of an actor Jim Carrey is maybe when they grow up they'll look for some more of his films try not to get them to do that now because some of them are obviously very very adult uh things like The Mask, Ace Ventura, On and On etc etc but it's a good way to potentially do that as well. Hey guys what's up this is Donnie and I host the Adulting with Donnie podcast and this is not the show to listen to if you're trying to be a better adult. I started this podcast as a way to offload some thoughts uh, that I have throughout the week. My topics vary widely every week. Movies I've seen, guns and gun control, sex, people that are stupid, why I don't care about celebrity opinions, TV shows, snowmobiling, the list goes on and on. I'm always taking topic suggestions from fans of the show too. So join me each week on Adulting with Donnie as I pour some bourbon and allow you to see the inner workings of the mind of a madman. Live free and rant hard.
I'm Christy. And I'm Jackie. And we are Killer Fun. We explore the intersection of crime and entertainment every other week. For as long as people have been communicating, they have been talking about who did what to whom, and is that socially acceptable? Because the boundaries of society, crime, and entertainment have always gone hand in hand. The more salacious, weird, the better. From books and movies, to television shows and games, we look at how life and art imitate and inform one another. And we can't get together and not laugh. So let's face it. There's going to be laughing. <laughs> Killer Fun is available anywhere you listen to podcasts. So join us. Today's sponsor is Kualu. If you'd like to get started with a domain name and a website today, just click on the link in the show notes and that will take you over to Kualu to get started. They also have a live support chat system that you can use, which is in the bottom right hand corner. So get started with a new website and domain name today with Kualu. Hey everybody, if you would like to get the ad-free versions of all of our podcasts and support entertainment talk along the way, all you need to do is head over to patreon.com forward slash entertainment talk, sign up either as a creator or as a Patreon, there's no difference there. That's just the option for either becoming a creator now or just staying as a patron for the moment. And then all you need to do is support us at the $1 level tier. That will get you access to all of the ad-free podcasts that we've done in the past and get you access to all the ad-free podcasts in that month as well. So it's a great way to support us on Entertainment Talk and to get rid of the ads and get your ad-free podcasts. You can also become a patron at the $3 level tier. That gets you access to ad-free podcasts and allows you to redeem a review of a TV show or a film of entirely your choice. That's one per month for either a TV show or a film review, which is at the $3 level tier. As always, thank you very much for listening. Back to the show. Uh, moving on to some of the other stuff. Um, produced and directed by... Um, yeah, directed by Ron Howard. Wasn't he... I remember Solo had a change of director. I can't remember if Ron Howard was the director that actually made Solo or the one that was making Solo. But I remember he was involved, I'm pretty sure. Uh, so obviously this is a bit of a different thing to be him for him to, for him to be uh, involved with. Uh, yeah, like I said, directing's good, music's good, acting's good from pretty much everybody. Um, but yeah, it's just, I suppose... You know, I I recognise this as a good film, but it's not a good film that's necessarily my cup of tea because of I I just don't care about the Grinch, and you know if nothing ever comes out again for the Grinch, I know there was the 2018 animated, I believe it was Benedict uh, Cumberbatch, Benedict Benedict sorry uh, Cumberbatch, Doctor Strange and Sherlock of course, um he did the the 2018 animated version. The Grinch isn't a character I really ever care to see about. He is, I mean, he's a popular character, but he isn't one that's, like, mainstream now. So, um, yeah, he's not one that I kind of care to see again, I suppose. But, you know, seeing Jim Carrey in the role of, of the Grinch, I think, was, was a good one. And, and um, you know, I've I've seen it, and I've experienced him in the role. He's very, very good at that. He doesn't really get the chance to express... Some of that sillier comedy that I've talked about before. Like I said, there's the three different types of comedy that he sort of does. Some is the more sort of simple comedy. Some is the more silly comedy. Sorry. The the silly comedy, the stupid comedy, and then the... Um, what was the other one? The uh, the other type of comedy as well. Um, I can't remember what, what I labelled them as. Yeah, silly, stupid... And then uh, there was another one. It will, it will come to me in a minute. But uh, he doesn't really get the chance to do... Um, 
that necessarily not not anywhere near as in the same way as he as he as he's able to do in in certain other films but um yeah he's he's good as the grinch so uh, i don't think i have too much else to say really like the story of the grinch it was kind of cool to see the backstory and all that that was that was all right um but uh again may, may, maybe i've made another mistake here maybe maybe this and i mean the mask i had more to say about i suppose but maybe i just made a wrong decision here with picking this film maybe it's i should have recognized it as like okay i wasn't interested in the grinch but i mean part of doing this series the whole series as well is to check out some of these slightly older things and uh if i maybe do or don't like things going in maybe i could i could have come out with a change of perspective on the grinch but i just simply didn't um so i guess that's that's kind of that i suppose um i'm happy with jim's performance here again which is to be really the main big focus here so uh there's that as well uh it won some awards that's great um it had the 2018 film if you want to go and watch that that's not something i'm going to be watching um but uh that's pretty much that's that's really all i've all i've got to say about this film it's good it doesn't really it's not my cup of tea but jim's carry's jim carry's performance doesn't really get able to be expressed here quite so much i think um but uh there we go so um but what did you think of the 2000 version the live action version of the grinch did you like it more than i do do you like the character more than i do what did you think of jim's performance here which is the main focus for me i thought he was very good uh but the grinch isn't a character i particularly um want to or care to necessarily see again per se um i can see why he was cast in this role as well it's sort of it's the it's the grumpy side of his acting isn't it that uh is sort of trying to come out here which uh i appreciate sort of seeing that as well so that's pretty much it uh if you want to let me know those thoughts feelings questions comments about the 2000 version of uh how the grinch stole christmas or just you know the grinch uh you can do so matthew at entertainment talk.org twitter e talk uk is a contact page and information in your show notes i can't think of that third type of comedy i've been trying to sit here and think about it is the silly the stupid one and then the i can't remember remember what it was i'll probably remember as soon as i press stop recording but because uh, i've been mentioning it throughout these uh all these films how he's got these these three different levels of comedy and how he sort of uh manages them uh in the film so that is uh it for this episode there is two more left for the season uh yes ace ventura is going to be uh on the way uh the, the the second film um so look out for that in the coming well it will be within some point within the next two weeks so look out for that uh for me it will be what i'm going to be doing in about an hour or so so uh, look out for that as well uh but if you want to check out all the rest of the content it's on entertainmenttalk.org uh if you want to support the podcast and support entertainment talk we're on patreon please check out the one dollar and three dollar level tiers amazon, amazon affiliate link if you want to check out that um for supporting us on amazon we can get a small cut of what you spend but it won't cost you extra uh, iTunes feeds, please rate, review, subscribe to those. Uh, if you get subscribed, you can get sent the new episodes. Um, word of mouth, please tell people that you know about the website and the iTunes feeds, or either through word of mouth or Facebook and Twitter as well. Uh, and you can also put them in different Facebook groups, streaming and all that sort of stuff. Um, Bex is streaming daily on Twitch. She should still be by the time this episode comes out. Um, you can check her out, Trista Bytes, B-Y-T-E-S. Go over there, subscribe, follow, all that good stuff, get involved. Uh, me and David stream on Twitch sometimes as well, and I stream on Mixer for the FIFA streams, and so does Robert, he streams on Mixer as well. And look out for Let's Play Sundays. Thank you all very much for listening, and I'll see you next time. Goodbye. <laughs>